everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the How to Write a Book Podcast. How to Write a Book Podcast. Yes, this is us. All right, y'all. In this episode, we're going to talk about the Zero Draft. The Zero Draft is awesome. It is such a cool tool. tool. And turns out I've been using it and I had no idea I was. Let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Write a Book Podcast, the show that helps you plan, write, and publish your book, even if you're a beginner or just feel like one. Now, for your host, she's written over a dozen books and helps others bring their books to life. Here she is, Maciel. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the How to Write a Book podcast. What is up? What is up, everybody? Yeah, so glad to be back. Happy March of 2021. What can we say except it is so good to be here? Yes, yes, yes. And if you're here, I want to say welcome. If you're new here, I want to say welcome. In this show, we help writers become better writers so that they can really dive deep into their craft and also, hey, make income from their fiction. So y'all, if you're here or you just want to write a book and you want some tidbits, that's what we're here for. All right, guys, today we are talking about the zero draft. Yes, the zero draft. Now, actually, this is something that I have run into recently. Um, but if you have been a listener for this show for a while, then you will know that this is actually not a new concept. It's super interesting, but we're going to dive into exactly what it is, how you can use it, and also how I've been using it, but I didn't know I was using it. Yes, that is insane. Yes. All right, y'all. Now let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, everybody. So it is super interesting how um this came about. I literally had no idea. So um, I'm gonna try to make this a brief for everyone so you can use this for your own writing. So if you feel stuck, if you feel like, uh, for example, you know, you have a world that you really want to dive into, but you just are not sure where to begin. Uh, perhaps you're feeling overwhelmed. You know, that happens a lot too, like where you're kind of like, you know, I have all these great ideas, but I don't know where I should begin. Um, or perhaps you have a really deep uh, fantasy world, in which case there are going to be a lot of aspects that you need to cover. There's going to be a lot of magic, for example, or maybe a lot of history. Um, and essentially, you know, the, the crux of the zero draft is really to say, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and write it. And it's not going to Makes sense and it's not going to be clear and there will be plot holes and character holes and there will be plenty of characters who just are so flat and the dialogue is stilted. <laughs> Essentially, it's terrible. It's a terrible draft, but we're going to love it just the same. And the reason for that is because the zero draft allows you to explore and for me, it takes that fear right out of it. You know, even though, I mean, I've written a couple of books already and I've written for other people. I mean, I still get afraid, you guys. Like, I still get like, oh man, maybe, maybe this is not going to be worth it. Or, um, you know, maybe all those other ones were just dumb luck. You know, it happens. It totally happens. But one thing I've been learning is that if you have that love for something, that love for the book that you really want to write, if it's on your heart, you know, your job is not to judge it. That's not your job. Nope. The creator did not put you here to judge your own work. Instead, the creator's like, um, I hired you to do the job, not judge the job. You know, it's kind of like if you like work, you know, like you have a job and you know, you're, you're getting paid to do your job. You're not getting paid 
to critique your work and to be like, you know what? These are all the ways in which it's not working and in which I'm going to judge it, but I'm going to spend all my time judging myself instead of actually working. You see, you see how weird it sounds? Like once you kind of like think about it in a more professional way, you're like, wait a second, I should be spending my time producing instead of criticizing. And, but it's totally okay. Like if you feel that way, I know how you feel. It's totally normal. It happens. And especially because if you are an artist, you know, you can feel really sensitive and really close to your projects. And that is okay. That is okay. I mean, we love our work or else we wouldn't be creatives because it's part of us. It brings a spark and inspiration. But with that comes some sensitivity. And one thing I've learned is not to shame yourself. Don't waste your time shaming yourself. Don't waste your time criticizing yourself and telling yourself, oh, if only I could be this way, then it would be so much better. You know, totally not worth it. Instead, just focus on producing and creating. That's your job. So long-winded way of saying (laughs) that the zero draft is really a great way for you to just kind of vomit all over the page and explore. And it really is a little bit like going to an exercise class for the first time. You know, like they have those intro classes where like, hey, come on in, join us for, you know, Okay, I got cut off there. Whoa. So um, they say, hey, come on in, join us for, you know, Pilates or for jazzercise, you know, your free, first free class, you know, 30 minutes, so you can just see if you like it, see if you can try it out. You know, and the same thing with the zero draft, the zero draft allows you to play, explore without really committing to a project um, and just feeling like as if it's not going anywhere. Now, Anytime somebody writes a new book, I never say that like, oh, well, this idea sucks. I really don't believe that. I don't believe that there's like a bad idea. I think that there are underdeveloped ideas. You know, there are ideas that need to be fleshed out, ideas that need more time, that need to be fertilized, um, that really need to have, you know, the hooks, you know, sunken into and to explore. I, I, I believe that more than, oh, like that idea is bad. So side note, if somebody's like, oh, your idea sucks. It's like, no, that's probably not the case. It just m- might need some more fleshing out, uh, maybe sort some more depth revisions, things like that. So anyways, again, side note, but uh, the whole thing about the zero draft, the zero draft is allowing you to take that jazzercise class, you know, for the first time and to try it out. So essentially what you're going to be doing is you're going to vomit it all out. And if you are a longtime fan of this um, podcast, then you'll know that I love dictation. And you guys with the zero draft, dictation is just like so amazing because you get all of those ideas out and you explore um, and it feels really chunky. It really does. So I'm like, right now I'm currently mapping out a three-part romance series about werewolves and it's these three brothers um, and they're called the like the Ramirez brothers. And essentially... I've been really intimidated by this story because I'm like, okay, I know that this is a precursor to a whole world that I've been working on for a dozen years. And and so I'm like, okay, well, you know, how do I do this? If it's a different cover, it's kind of like a different subgenre of what I usually write. And all in all to say that I was a little bit intimidated because I was like, okay, well, where do I begin? You know, especially because I have so many notes and so many side stories. And I already have um, a whole bunch of other stories that feed into this world, but this is, these were going to be a little bit different. Um, and I was like, okay, I really don't know what to do. I don't know where to begin. Oh no, it feels overwhelming. So I started with the zero draft. So I took my dictation device and I just went for it. And um, there were a couple of times. So I did a live dictation. So live dictation is kind of like when you, you're talking and you can see the words on the screen, which has pros and cons because if you see your words, you might want to edit them. However, you can remember what you're saying because it's literally on the screen in front of you versus... um. 
and I got cut off again. <laughs> so versus, I need to keep my fun- my finger off of that button. All right, y'all. Um, so now my hands are off the keyboard. Okay. So uh, versus recorded dictation, which is essentially you have a recording device and then you can transcribe everything. So that's transcription, right? Um, so, um, I did a live dictation and I just went for it. Now this is what happened. So I started off strong. I was like, okay, here we go. I'm just going for it. I'm just saying names. And I'm also saying things like, oh, this could happen, or perhaps this is what happens next. And I also did things like, and then something big happens here and he feels betrayed. Like I literally put that. And, you know, as I did my research into zero drafting, this is totally acceptable, totally normal, and also very welcome. So you don't have to feel like, like, oh my gosh, no, this is terrible. No, instead you have to let yourself go. And then, so once I kind of did that, then I started to kind of hit some road bumps. Like I was like slowing down. I was like, okay, so now, oh gosh, like I don't know what to say or do next. So I was tempted to pause my recording and, and tell myself, well, maybe I I should just um, revise and look at it later. But no, no, zero drafting. You got to have that goal, whether it's um, a timing goal or a word count goal. And I said, I'm going to commit 20,000 words to the zero draft. And for me, that was totally plausible because it's a three book series, right? So if you divide a couple thousand words between each of them, that's not a lot for zero drafting, for, for uh, pre-planning, essentially. So um, I went ahead and continued it and I kept pushing myself, even though it felt uncomfortable. And even though it felt like, oh, like, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what the climax is or the dark moment. Um, you know, I'm just literally just saying some words right here, but I got through it. And eventually I'm now halfway through the third book. And the summary of that is, is that the story is not perfect. The story isn't even complete, but I'm continuing to push forward. And there is a part of me that's like, okay, well, let me go back and fix it before I finish it. But I know that the right thing to do is to ignore that feeling. Instead, what's important is to keep pushing forward, is to keep that word count. Because if you feel fear to the point where you're paralyzed from the blank page, then one of the best things to do is to have that deadline and just telling yourself, I'm going to meet the deadline no matter what, no matter how I feel. That's something that I have to constantly remind myself. And so I hope that helps you too. You know, it's like sometimes we feel like our work sucks and sometimes we feel like our work isn't very good. And sometimes we feel like this is the worst story in the world. But I'm here to tell you that those are just feelings and you don't have to believe those feelings. And the zero draft really helps you with that. The zero draft helps you to be like, hey, this is going to be messy and that's okay. It's supposed to be messy. It's supposed to reek. Like you're just supposed to dive in and enjoy the process and really just kind of make a mess of things. And that's okay. Because what's cool about it is that I'm actually fleshing stuff out ahead, ahead of time of writing. And it makes me feel a little bit more confident, a little bit more secure. So that as I began drafting, and, and I started drafting already, as I began drafting, I felt confident in the words that I was putting down, much more confident than other times, because I already have a more than two thirds of the story down on paper, which tells me that I kind of have a roadmap. And you all know that, you know, I kind of teeter totter between um, no outline and, and yes outline. So the zero draft is a kind of like an in between. I'm really liking it. You know, I don't know where this is going to take me, but I'm really liking it. So, um, no outline, you just go for it and then totally outline, which is like, I'm going to put in, you know, this diagram here and fill in these blanks here until I have a fully annotated outline. It's like kind of in the middle. It's letting you explore, but without really having to commit, you know, so much time, so much energy. And then, you know, you find out you have to scrap a whole bunch of it. What I like about the zero draft is I just tell myself a story. 
essentially like taking notes. I'm like, this is going to happen. And then he's going to kiss her and then she's going to uh, betray him. And then, uh, and then there's a dark wizard and the dark wizard is going to just mess up everything. <laughs> you know? So that's kind of what it has um, on the page. But when I get to see it, I'm like, ah, yes, I think I know I'm going to say from there. And what's cool about that as well is that it does actually speak to my, uh, my pantsing self, which is like, I see the line, I see what I need to write. And although it's not very descriptive because I enjoy writing, you know, and kind of going with the words and revising, I can go ahead and kind of make it up from there. You know, it's kind of like a, um, a prompt, you know, if you will, just like how we put prompts in the show, um, which I apologize. I haven't done that recently. And it's funny because literally forgot about it. I've been so like trying to produce content on Instagram and YouTube that I'm like totally forgot about the prompts. And I have the prompts too. But anyways, so that has kind of brought me to this idea that having a zero draft can be really helpful and it can really help you kind of not feel so nauseous about the blank page. So um, that in a nutshell is what I want to say. And let me just do a couple of revision over the points that we covered. So like, what is a zero draft, right? A zero draft is essentially you saying, I'm going to take notes for myself. I'm going to tell a story to myself, mess and all. Now, who should use a zero draft? If you're terrified of the blank page, if you're feeling overwhelmed, you have a huge story, huge background, huge environment, um, and you just don't know where to begin, then start a zero draft. Zero drafts do not care where you begin and where you end. You know, it's all for you. It's all notes for you. And then also how to use a zero draft. Use a zero draft to the point where you can set um, a word count goal. You know, like I would suggest... Um, kind of guesstimating. So take what your novel should be. So of course, Google your genre expectations. What's the um, average word count length for your book? And then say, aim for like a third, aim for 30% and say, that's going to be my uh, zero draft word count goal, you know, and just keep aiming. And remember, remember that it's going to feel weird. <laughs> it's going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to feel kind of terrified and that's totally normal keep on writing. Keep on writing. That is the goal. And once you're done with the zero draft, then you're going to have something to work with. And that's the most important thing because then from there, you can decide, do you want to flesh out the outline? Do you want to keep going? Do you really want to like add some more? Or are you good there? Maybe from there, you're going to take those as prompts and you're going to start writing the story. You know, that too. And then also what's kind of cool about this side note is that you can do a zero draft and then you can do another zero draft like that's deviated from that. So for example, say you do a zero draft and you're like, like, you know what? That ending just doesn't sit well with me. It just doesn't quite hit home for me. Then you do another zero draft or a zero draft of the ending and you can have multiple endings. What's cool about that is that you get to dip your toe in before making that commitment. And it's cool. But remember, the whole point is writing. So don't spend all your time zero drafting and not actually get to your writing. But I think that once you tackle the zero draft, you're going to feel a lot more confident and you're going to feel really excited to tackle the front page or the front page, the, the blank page. Um, because that's the goal, guys. It's about facing that blank page. All right. Um, hey, you guys, if you like the show, please leave a review because that helps other writers find the show too. It helps with the algorithm. Secondly, I invite you to follow me on Instagram. So Instagram is where I am now much more um, like daily. I took messages now like before I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll do it later. Absolutely not anymore. So follow me on Instagram. I'm at Maciel Writes, M-A-S-S-I-E-L Writes. Um, you will find me there. I post about the podcast. I post writing tips as well. Um, I'll do some like Instagram reels on like how to make um, income from your writing. So we're on there a lot more frequently. Um, so I invite you on there. And of course, y'all, um, the co- 
coaching programs are now opening. So if you have questions, if you feel like you've been stuck in your book, if you want to learn the craft of writing, this is specifically for people. Um, I, cra- I, I teach people the craft of writing. You know, what do you need to know? What are the skills that you need to know? Uh, what about, and self-editing too, so you can make yourself a better writer. You know, this is for career writers. If you want to write one book and just one book, that's totally cool. You know, that's awesome. You know, we also um, have that in our publishing packages. So we do like publishing for people. Um, but for coaching, that's for people who want to make a career out of this. So if you have any questions, please DM me. Um, you can message me at Marcel Writes as well as be part of like some future programs. We have the accountability program as well. That's on Patreon where we meet a couple times a month. Um, actually a couple times a week and we have dedicated writing time. Accountability can soar, but just remember that your accountability might be very specific to you and that is okay. All right, y'all. Again, follow me on Instagram. You're going to find some really cool resources as well as um, free ebooks and free audiobooks on there. And so um, if you have any questions, let me know. I'm here to help you and support you. And remember, your story matters. Your story. Um, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be truly awesome. It's, it should not um, like just sit in your dreams. It should someday sit on a shelf. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the other side. Hey there, writer. Thank you for listening to the How to Write a Book podcast with your host, Maciel Valenzuela. If you like the show, we'd be happy if you left a review. For more information on writing and the writer's life, go to www.themaciel.com. That's www.themaciel.com. We'll see you on the other side.